I put on my wedding dress to get in the car. So he's looking at me like I'm a nutbag. Like, why do you have your wedding dress on? Go to an open house. <laughs> I said, because we are going to do some really great marketing in front of this house. Hi, this is Akriti Desai from Femexec. Today, I'm sitting down with Denise Schroeder from Schroeder Real Estate. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad to be here with you. Thanks for being on the show. Could you give us a quick um, intro about your business? Well, I am a real estate agent in Oklahoma City with my husband, and we've been doing it about seven years now. So it is the two of us and an admin assistant. We've sold about 500 houses um, since we started. Awesome. Okay. So uh, just a general question. Why did you get into the industry of real estate? I got into real estate because I was working in property management in my early 20s. And I really loved leasing apartments. And so everyone that I was working with just said, well, it'd be a really natural progression for you to get your real estate. And so that's what I wanted to do. But unfortunately, I was in a relationship with someone that told me that wasn't possible and that I could never make it and never stand out and that it would just be an expensive hobby. And basically, it would just be um, lining the garage with metal signs with my pictures on it for no reason. So that was pretty deflating. And so I, I, I shelved it for almost 20 years. Wow. So that um, passion, what was the moment or the event where it finally just came out and you just decided you just had to pursue it? When I met my husband in, and we got married in 2010, I married my FedEx guy. He came into my office every day for, for five years. And right after our first date, we got married a few months later and we blended five kids, five teenagers, four of those being girls. So wow. anyone that has teenage girls know we had a lot of estrogen in this house. We were trying to build up strong females in our house. So we quit our jobs the same day to become self-employed, and I was really passionate about still doing real estate. I just don't feel like at the time that I probably would have succeeded at the level that we did now because I was in a broken, dysfunctional relationship, and to start your own business, you've got to be, you've got to have a mindset um, that I didn't have at that time. Looking back, it was almost a gift, even though, you know, having saying that someone that stole your dream is a gift sounds a little bit odd, but in retrospect, it really was because I wasn't meant to do it then. I was, I was meant to do it, you know, two decades later. Wow. That's amazing. So you think having that support team, uh, that you found through your husband was really, um, impactful and not only you realizing your own passion, but having such a successful company? I think that us partnering together was pretty magical. We both have different strengths and weaknesses. Neither one of us think we're the boss. I always joke that I'm the CEO, but um, we're pretty equal in that. He doesn't try to, you know, out position me because he's a male or anything like that. 
we're on equal footing, but just the passion that we both shared, I think was incredible in us being, to, being able to exponentially grow for sure. And him being supportive of me being really creative in my marketing, um, just very quirky and out of the box type things that we do. But in, in real estate, in my market, there's about 10,000 realtors that have their licensure right now in my metro area. And so that is a lot. It's fierce competition. So you have to stop the scroll. Not only do you have to stop the scroll on you know social media where we do most of our advertising and marketing, you've got to anchor with people. You've got to tell stories. So you've got to have the art of storytelling. It's not just about, I sold this, I sold that, let me sell this. It's telling a story and letting people emotionally connect to your clients and what you're doing and what, and, and what you, uh, your, what your mission is. So your business actually had some really unique marketing techniques that I felt that actually really distinguished your company among all the others that are in your same city. Um, so were there any examples that you could give that any just like personalized, marketing tactics that you use to make sure that you had returning clients and expanding your clientele base since it, everyone's competing for the same population? Yeah, I think my favorite story actually was when I was coming to list a house that was, it's like a staple in our city. It's a Victorian house and there's none other like it in Oklahoma that I've seen. And so whenever we came over to do the open house, I told Troy, my husband, I said, we're going to need to leave a little bit early because we're going to need to do a photo shoot and some videos before the open house. And we usually always leave early, but I wanted to leave extra early. And he didn't even know what I was doing, but I had, I put on my wedding dress to get in the car. So he's looking at me like I'm a nutbag. Like, why do you have your wedding dress on? Go to an open house. <laughs> I said, because we are going to do some really great marketing in front of this house. And so I did a video in my wedding dress and I said, I did it like trying to pack the open house. I just said, Hey, on Facebook live, um, you'll love this house so much. You'll want to marry it. Hashtag put a ring on it. And I had one of those great big party rings. And so we filled this open house. It was incredible. And I ended up buying the house. Oh, so, <laughs> Two weeks after we did the open house and we'd been marketing it, we realized how in love we were with the house. So we actually put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And I also know that you have a background of singing and like theatrical arts. That was, was that what you majored in in college? Yes. And that, that does, it's very helpful because everything that I've ever done since I could talk was sing and perform. I do singing telegrams for our clients. Um, I'm, I'm known to dress up as Marilyn Monroe. That's my signature thing. But that's one thing that I want to encourage anyone in businesses to do is find your gifts, use your gifts, and find ways to stand out. Everyone has a birthday, but if, if I'm going to go on your page and I'm just going to say happy birthday and write, you know, a text sentence like everyone does, it's not going to anchor with you. It's not really going to resonate with you. Sure, you might think it was nice, but wouldn't you remember it better if you got a live video from me personally singing happy birthday with crazy hats on and blowers or, you know, I did a singing telegram for you. It just, it makes people feel special. 
And I think that what we forget in our businesses, no matter what industry you're in, is that we're here to build emotional connections and loyalty comes from the relationships. It's not transactional, transactional. it's about building those relationships and continuing to deepen them. Amazing, amazing. Um, and I know that now with the outbreak of COVID-19, um, the economy is down and I think the housing market kind of followed through with that. So I was wondering how your business was dealing with the outbreak of COVID-19 because um, real estate is such a staple economic industry. It is. We've had to pivot and modify quite a bit. So when we got in real estate seven years ago, the market was just rebounding from the 2008 crash. So in 2012, in the 2012, in the uh, beginning of 2013, things were really becoming um, more stable when we got in. So I've never been through a market shift. We've sold, you know, 500 houses. We've got a ton of experience, but we've never gone through a market shift. And so when COVID-19 happened, um, that it's pretty crazy because it really just changed everything up even more than a normal market correction. Then we're dealing with a global pandemic where we've got people that cannot wait to sell their houses. A lot of them have lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. So it's not even elective. Um, people that had, you know, sold their houses and they're in the process of looking for homes during COVID-19, we were having to show people virtual tours or if we were allowed to go in the homes, I felt like I kind of had a hazmat suit going on. Like we wear masks, we wear booties. We don't allow the clients to touch anything. We wear gloves, we open things with Clorox wipes. We try to keep everybody as safe as possible, but it's just been very foreign to everybody. Because if you're gonna be homeless in 30 days, you're kind of between a rock and a hard place on what do you do? So does, is your um, industry and your profession considered essential in your city? Yes, we are considered essential. So that has been a little bit difficult because when you go out in public and you're doing your job, and even if your government has deemed you essential, there's a lot of judgment there. Yeah. Um, we've, you know, you get dirty looks and, you know, but we're, we're taking the protocol and the precautions to keep everybody safe. And that's all we can do. There's a lot of realtors that are refusing to show houses or, or do business right now. Um, we are not one of them. We just make sure that we are um, being there, you know, carrying our disinfectant and we want to keep the seller safe, the buyer safe ourselves. We're not going to compromise anyone. Awesome. Okay. Okay. And, um, uh, something else that I'd like to ask you is uh, when going into starting your own business, I know real estate is your passion, marketing is your passion, but what was the thing where you went into the business and you didn't realize you'd have to start doing while running a business? Um, because, you know, everyone goes into it just trying to follow their passion, um, but they realize that they have to do a bunch of other things that they didn't really want to do, but is there for the livelihood of their business. Well, because I'm a more artistic, creative person, my husband is more data-driven, he loves numbers, but I soon realized we were running a business, so we had to do a monthly profit and loss. We, I didn't count on working 80 hours a week. Like, for the last seven years, that's been a norm for us, especially in the busy seasons. So you don't ever expect that the buck falls back with you. When you have your own business, if you don't do it a lot of times, 
it doesn't get done. And especially when you're first starting out and you don't have the money for leverage, you're doing everything yourself. You know, you're, you're building your business. We weren't hiring people in the beginning because we, we didn't have um, the money to do so. Right. So we, we didn't have a paycheck for seven months of our first year in real estate. And then in the last five months, we sold 40 houses. So all of the seeds that we planted, and I say that to kind of remind people not to give up because it's really easy to get frustrated and want to throw in the towel when you're not seeing anything come to fruition, even then when you're doing every single thing that you've been trained to do and, and extra, you know, you're going above and beyond not to give up, but running a business is a, it's a lot more than me going out and finding things creatively to put on social media. The back end of the business to me was frustrating and it was a lot to learn just because I don't enjoy numbers and data. I have to embrace that in real estate. Obviously, there's a lot of numbers and data, but just doing profit and loss and categorizing all your expenses and all the things that go into that, some people enjoy it. I'm personally not one of them. So now we've hired a CPA and now that we have, you know, we have the money to hire leverage, then I have someone else categorize everything. Awesome. Not, I, I can get that off my plate. Right. <laughs> and I know you also mentioned how, um, you're a mom and you're running a business. How have you been able to find that balance between your career and your home life? Because I know that's a really big struggle that a lot of females in our in the business industry um, face. I think it would have been hard for me to do real estate, honestly, at the level we do it when I had small children. So our kids were a little bit older and I have one at home still and so I do want to balance my schedule because you do get flexibility I think the misconception is when we all have our own businesses is, is everybody else thinks they can do what they want you know they can take a three-hour lunch or they can do this or that well I pay for that later you know if I go to a school program or I you know take off to take my daughter to the dentist I still have work that I have to do that oftentimes I'm the only one that's going to do it. So, but it's a choice because I think having margin and making your family first is the most important because it's something that I, it's a job that I, not even a job, it's, it's what I wanted to do in life is be a mother. And so I don't want to ever look back and regret not spending time when I had it with my kids because four out of our five are grown, they're gone. And it goes like that. So any time that you can have flexibility and you can let something wait until the next day and live with that and you know not lose sleep over it choose spending time with your kids when you can because it's just their childhood's over and you know in the blink of an eye and i i don't ever regret when i take time off to be with my daughter great great and um i you also mentioned how real estate kind of has like seasons in terms of mm -hmm. selling so could you walk us through a typical day in like your busiest season of the year? So yesterday I got up at 6.30, worked out, not work related, but it does help your mindset when you have stress release. So I start the day out doing that. And I had my first phone call I got was a client that the deal busted. So I had to deal with, it was kind of bittersweet because I have a client that was getting ready to close and she's getting back with her husband, which I'm really happy about. So she's not buying this home. So I dealt with a deal crumbling. I had two home inspections, which take a couple hours a piece. So that took up a huge chunk of my day. I was done about 2.30 or 3. 
then I showed two houses and then wrote a contract last night. I was done working about 1130. Wow. So it, you know, it's, it's very, um, it's full of variety in, in my job. I'm putting out fires. I'm helping people. I'm sitting at home inspections, negotiating repairs, negotiating deals, but there's a little bit of everything balled into every day when you're in busy season, especially because you have so many things going on. Right. And um, how uh, far ago did you start your business? I started at uh, 2013. So it's been, it's not, I mean, I'm kind of, you know, I, I'm not a newbie, but you know, I've got mentors that have been doing this 30 years. So I still feel like, you know, I haven't been in the business very long, but our experience and how many transactions we've done, I think the average agent might sell four to eight a year and we've sold, you know, an average a hundred a year. So, yeah. <laughs> so what would you have said to the Denise Schroeder who decided to quit her job with her husband and start this new business in 2013? Any advice that you've learned along your seven years of experience and house selling and everything? <laughs> well, I would say to show up every day, um, to give full service and make a difference with people and stop asking permission to do what you want to do. I ask permission to pursue a dream. And instead of just giving notice and saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I was meant to do. This is my dream. I'm going to make it happen. I allowed someone to tell me that I couldn't do it. And that's a big regret of mine. And so I know a lot of women, you know, with societal pressure and, you know, we just struggle with going for things because we have guilt at home. We've got to take care of the kids. There's so much stuff to manage, but I would say if you want to do it, there's no dream too big. And I do not ever for one second regret quitting our jobs and taking the risk. And we had $30,000 in our savings account, but we had seven mouths to feed. Oh. Trust me, that doesn't go very far. Right. So we didn't have a paycheck for seven months. So it wasn't easy, but you just have to get up every day and plow and your harvest will come as long as you're doing the work and you're, you have to learn to enjoy the grind because after the grind is when the fruit comes. Right. Um, and for my last question, you kind of answered this, but if you'd like to go a little bit more in depth, any advice for the female business owners that are listening? I would say that you need to surround yourself with people that support you, but not just say yes to you or coddle you, but give people permission, find a mentor, find a group of women, powerful women that are successful that they don't even have to be in necessarily your industry, but people that have, succe have succeeded at a high level and allow them to pour into you in a very transparent, constructive way. And just listen to people that have gone before you because I tell you what, my grandfather taught me when I was a little girl, if you wanna do something, find someone that's done it and done it well and pick their brain. And so, I've just been um, brought up in a way that I know asking great questions and learn, always being learning-based and growth-based is, is how I'm going to continue to grow. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your advice with all of us. Uh, where can everyone find you and your real estate company? On Instagram, you can find me at Denise, D-E-N-I-S-E, Sells, Oklahoma. 
And then on Facebook, I think the best way to say is it's facebook.com forward slash TD Schroeder. And people misspell my last name, so I'll spell it S-C-H-R-O-D-E-R. So there's a lot of fun, um, quirky, eclectic things on our page if you guys want to connect. And I'd love to hear from anyone listening. If anybody just wants to chat or connect on a deeper level, I'd, I'd love to connect with anybody listening. Awesome. Thank you so much. 